real hope is that women that no matter what your age is, whether you're older, whether you're maybe you're pushing 60 or even 70, you know, or or the younger girls, they will realize that God has a purpose and a call on their life. And maybe they're not going to walk into it today, but the day will come. This is Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and today I'm excited to welcome, over the phone line, Gail Grace Nordskog. Gail, how are you doing? Taylor, I am doing great. Thank you for asking. <laughs> well, thanks for coming night. on the show today. It's good to talk with you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm excited. I want to be able to share my story with you and the stories that are in this book, so this will be very fun. Perfect. Yeah, as you alluded to there, you are the author of the exciting book, Hearts of Purpose. But before we get into all that, uh, for listeners who may not be familiar with you or your work, can you say a little bit about yourself, explain who you are, what your ministry is, that sort of thing? Okay. Well, um, I have been married to a book publisher, which is called Nordscott Publishing. We've been in the book business, actually it was a boating magazine to start with. We had a great boating magazine called Powerboat Magazine. So you're out in Florida, Taylor? Yes, we are. We're based uh, just north of Orlando. You know those big, fast boats that are all over your Mm -hmm. harbors out there? We would cover the big races and the big race boats. So that was Powerboat Magazine. My husband did that for over 35 years, but his heart was really in... Uh, Christian books, publishing Christian books. So he started book publishing uh, Christian books. We've got a number of label now, labels now. They're excellent books. And um, I just happened to have a book put together last year, but that was by accident. My passion is not books. My passion is more of what you do, but interviewing women who are doing, you know, these are ordinary women but they're doing extraordinary things for the glory of God. I had gone to a missions class called Perspectives on the World Christian Movement. Are you familiar with that? Uh, No, I haven't heard of that before. Tell me more. Well, it's an actual course. They do it all around the world, actually. And um, I always had a heart for missions, but could never go. My mission program was in my home. I adopted four children from China, and so I was here. But I always love to hear the stories of people that went out into the mission field. After taking this particular course, it was a very intense course, um, and I highly recommend it if anyone has a heart for missions at all. But um, after taking the course, I'm thinking, well, God, what can I do? I can't go out into the mission field. So one thing I did do in the past was do interviews. I would do similar to what you're doing, Taylor, but on local cable television. I also, for a brief period of time, worked with Dr. Ted Baer of Movie Guide, Christian Movie Guide um, Ministry. I worked with them a little bit and insulted a few actors and actresses because I had no idea who they were. But anyway, beyond that, I started this program so I could highlight missionaries. And that's how I got started with Hearts of Purpose. So just about every person in this book People could go to my website, Hearts of Purpose, and see me interviewing these women. Um, I met these women through the some of them through the course. They would come and give their stories about the um, ministries that God has called them to, 
and the countries that God has called them to, and um, they're the ones that I really want to highlight. Fantastic. So yeah, getting into the book then, Hearts of Purpose, uh, can you talk a little bit about how you selected the 10 authors for here? Because as, as you said, it's 10 ordinary women, their real-life stories told by them, uh, doing extraordinary things for God. Yes. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't easy to pick just 10 because there are a lot of incredible women out there. But these particular ladies, I've met all of them. I've interviewed all of them. We're all now friends. So it was very easy to, to choose these ladies. I had already had them on my radar and had already gotten to know them and had the privilege of knowing them. One of my dear friends, um, everybody I'm sure are familiar with YWAM, Youth with a Mission. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, her husband, John Dawson, um, he now is overseeing the ministry. And Julie Dawson's story is in there. Um, she's a wonderful, wonderful Christian woman. She, she and, and Jim had been married for years, and she, but she was the one that had to stay at home and keep the house going while her husband was all over the world. But now they're, they're in ministry together, and, and she now is with him by his side now that their children are growing, and they're all serving the Lord. Um, she shares in the book that she had to deal with cancer just a few years back, and the fear that overtook her through um, through that whole struggle. But then the grace that God gave her when she would go before him uh, in communion, she said, the more I would go take communion and go to the, the foot of Christ, the, the more faith, my faith grew and the stronger I got. She said here, um, I have learned to say the fear is never of God and should always be rejected never agreed with. Faith is a powerful force, but it's faith in our Creator, isn't it? So that's one story. Another story is, her name is Lisa Scheidler. Lisa is a young woman, uh, one of the younger ladies highlighted in the book. She actually started a ministry quite by accident in China, in Xi'an, China, if you know any of the provinces and areas of China. And my son was actually found by Lisa and the ministry that she started there. They were finding these uh, special needs children, and most of these children were just left in garbages or in the trash or uh, on the side of the road. People were not able to take care of them. They had special needs, and they weren't even going to try. So they were left by the wayside, and Lisa, just by accident, would find these babies. And by the grace of God, she was able to get funds from the church that she is a part of in Milwaukee, and they they would send the funds to China, and they would be able to get care for these little children. My son was actually found in the garbage because he was born with a bilateral cleft lip and palate, and who knows why the family left him there. But by the grace of God, someone found him. They were a part of the underground church in China. And because of that, they heard about Lisa and what she was doing to help these special needs children and got my son to her. And he's a beautiful young man right now. So, And there's a lot of stories of children that she was able to rescue. Fantastic. So that type of stories in the book. Mm Mm-hmm. 
No, that's really cool then. So obviously there's there's 10 stories like this, and we won't give them all away so that people have to, you know, check out the book for it. But um, one thing that I think might surprise some readers coming to the book is uh, the large picture of Joan of Arc on the cover, and you use that as a theme in the book. Can you explain why? Yes. Um, I've always, even as a little child, I had heard the story of Joan of Arc, and I've always loved this woman who had a heart for Jesus, and she was bold and courageous to help people that needed help. So I use her as that theme in the book, because that's how I see all these women. They're all average women, ordinary women, like Joan of Arc was. She was just a, a young girl and who loved the Lord and, and prayed and uh, ended up being feeling that God was telling her that she was to go fight for France. And it, it, that in itself is a great story uh, about Joan. But I see these women being very bold and very courageous, getting out of their comfort zones and, and getting into the battle and and, and um, facing those giants, those things that would bring fear into other people's hearts, going into the Ukraine or, or going around the world on a mission trip. Or, uh, you know, I have another lady that goes into Africa and they, they've put in orphanages and wells. I have an, another woman in the book who actually start, built, built an orphanage in China right on the river about a football field away from North Korea. And the mayor in that country asked her, he said he would give her the land if she could get the funds and he would make it look like the castle in Disneyland. <laughs> and that is still standing today. So there's, there's a lot of great stories in there of bold and courageous people. That's really cool. So then what do you hope when readers read this book, what do you hope that they take away from it? Well, my real hope is that women that no matter what your age is, whether you're older, whether you're maybe you're pushing 60 or even 70, you know, or, or the younger girls, they will realize that God has a purpose and a call on their life. And maybe they're not going to walk into it today, but the day will come when they will be walking into that divine purpose, whatever it is. So I want them to keep their eyes open and realize that God has a purpose for them. Fantastic. All right. If people want to get a copy of the book, Hearts of Purpose, where can they do that? Well, they can typically get it on Amazon, but they can also go to our website, which is N-O-R-D as in David, S-K-O-G as in girl, books, and they will find the book there as well, or on Amazon, or even Barnes & Noble. I know you can get it there as well. Wonderful. And if people want to follow you on social media or get in touch with you, where can they do that? Heartsofpurpose.com. They can find me. And I would love to hear from them. And another thing about the book, too, is uh, there is an email address for each of these women. I would love for the ladies to call the authors in the book. If, you know, if somebody really touches their heart and might, they, the, the reader might want to talk to them, please do that. We, I, want, I want people to be highlighted. I want them to be known and, and supported in prayer or, you know, whatever people feel that to do. Great. So the the setup of the book is really designed to have that interactivity with the authors. Yes. Yes. To to get to know them and feel comfortable that they can contact them. 
Well, that's really cool. Well, thank you so much, Gail, for coming on the show today. Uh, would you mind closing us out with a prayer? Yes. Um, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for Taylor and, and just his uh, kindness and sweet spirit. I pray that you would bless him and bless his show abundantly and those hearing today, Father God. I pray, Lord, that you would open up the eyes of their understanding, Lord, that they would see that you have a divine call on them. And then you tell us to call on you, and you will show us great and mighty things. And, and Father, we are calling on you. I pray that everybody that's listening, they would begin to see great and mighty things from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You've been listening to Gail Grace Nordskog on Charisma Connection here on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and thanks for joining us. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.